It's Friday and around here that means another episode of Meet the CEO. Tanda Chomba joins us for this episode. She walks us through managing two entities, the pandemic effects on the hospitality industry and why better marketing of the industry is a win for all in the sector. From over 869 cities, 121 countries, Kush Investments brings you the Good Morning Africa podcast. Good morning, Africa, and welcome aboard your pulse on everything business in Africa. I am Ruth Adong. For more, follow us on Twitter at the K Financial, and you can find me at Ruth Adong. Who is Chomba Chanda? My name is Chomba Chanda, and I'm managing director at Mucha Lodges. Mucha is a small boutique lodge located in Kisoro, southwestern Uganda. I'm actually a lawyer by profession, but always had a passion for cooking and an interest in the hospitality industry. So when the opportunity came to me in 2017 to set up a lodge in one of the most beautiful places in Uganda, naturally, I was beyond excited. Kisoro, which is also referred to as the Switzerland of Africa, is literally one of the most beautiful places I've ever been It's literally one of those places that blows your mind. Just the landscaping, the mountains. We have an amazing um, lake, Lake Mutanda, which has all these different islands on. You can go ziplining over Lake Mutanda, boat rides. There is so much to do. Of course, the gorilla trekking, the golden monkeys. You can spend time with the Batwa community and learning about how they live, the indigenous Batwa. And yeah, so it's it's really a place, at least as a Ugandan, I recommend a visit. Talk to us about Mucha Lodges. One of the locations that's under Mucha Lodges is this beautiful boutique lodge called Mucha Riverside. Mucha Riverside is located right on your way to Lake Mutanda, just before the bridge on your left side. We have this beautiful river that runs through the premises. It flows from Mulehe into Lake Mutanda, and it's your ideal spot for bird watching. We have over 30 different species of birds that come there and we have a lot of guests coming in from all over the world to just come and see our birds. Mind you, Uganda has 11% of the world's bird population. So it's literally a sanctuary for birds. Mucha Rivers also, strangely, has an amazing location. If you're interested in going to track our Bwindi family, gorilla family, we have the Nkuringo and Rishaga side, but also strategically pointed for our Mugahinga side. There's a lot of stuff you can when you're in Europe, but one of the most amazing things that you can do, aside, of course, from the gorilla trekking, is the mountain climbing. We have three of the seven ranges that go between Uganda, Rwanda, and Congo. The first three are in Rwanda, but we share the third with mountain Savino, of which you can climb and actually be in three countries all at the same time. So it's such an amazing experience to be able to do all these activities and still stay at our lodge. Our lodge also prioritizes our guests in a way that if you are coming from far away, especially when you're a foreigner coming from so far, having to spend so much money on your ticket, flying here, on your accommodation, on your transportation, when you're on ground, we give you an experience as you would experience a four-star, for example. We have good food, amazing service, and great staff to cater to your every need. So we are perfect in a way that makes sense. Mucha Lodges wants two lodges. How do you make yourself available at both entities? Ironically, Mutorele Lodge, which is part of Mucha Lodges, 
one of the other lodges we have is about three kilometers apart from Mucha Riverside. It's more closer to Kisoro town. Running them kind of works simply because of the proximity to each other. Most importantly, because we can take on overflow with each lodge. So, for example, if Mutorele is full, Mucha Riverside, if not full, can take on the backlog simply because, again, the clients can trek all or track all the families, as mentioned previously. So it kind of works out comfortably, but also proximity to town. We have an airstrip stroke airport that we have clients fly to because you do understand that it's about nine hours travel from Kampala to Kisoro. Um, so the flights kind of ease that, whereby do have clients fly in. They could stay at our closer lodge. And we can figure out how to maneuver it. But yes, it does work quite easily, especially because they're so close to each other. The COVID pandemic was a huge game changer globally. How did you weather through it? The COVID pandemic was extremely hard, I think, for everyone, to be honest. But it took a particularly hard toll on the tourism industry because we had no travelers coming in. It hit everyone with their savings, people who had saved holidays coming to travel, who couldn't travel anymore. So it took a lot of cancellations, to be honest. But I think one of the hardest challenges we faced was staying afloat, you know, to be able to pay for workers without clients coming in. We had a big group who were now thinking, what's happening now? Because to be honest, we couldn't afford to keep many of our staff, but Fortunately for us, um, around towards about a year after, we had a lot of initiatives come in through our government and uh, foreign aid. Uh, For example, the EU played a really big part with its um, initiatives, with the tourism fund, uh, COVID relief. Yeah, we got... um, You know, a few, we got loans as well as grants to kind of help a few of our staff, many of our staff, to be honest. And we managed to at least pay for a couple of months to keep them afloat, to keep us afloat as well. Um, But yeah, so it was really more of looking at your staff like family and how we grow and how we keep mucha alive and to be honest it was it was good because a lot of our staff stayed um the initiatives helped and yeah we managed to weather the storm per se at least for now good willing no more pandemics but yeah it's been so hectic but i'd like to say that we are getting by and extremely grateful Any lessons from the pandemic and its effects on the hospitality sector? I think COVID-19 was a really big lesson for everyone, not just us in Uganda, not just us at Mucha in particular, but I feel like it affected the whole entire world, per se, to be more organized in regards to emergency situations. For me, I felt like the pandemic took a big toll on employees, mostly because... 
I felt like it's, it, it became a situation where you were just relying off your savings and they dwindled pretty fast and you found yourself, you know, spending money you didn't have. So you can only imagine what toll it took on employees. I feel moving forward, we need to safeguard and need to protect employees. I know we have NSSF, but during the pandemic situation, I realized many of the employees couldn't access our, oh, well, our, because I'm an employee as well, but many of my employees couldn't even access their NSSF um, because, you know, it's a certain, you know, age that you can access money that's been saved over years past or whatever. But it was a time where money was needed, savings had just been washed out and there was no money that I felt like access to their NSSF fund or some sort of savings would have helped them. So I feel like, yeah, moving forward, the lessons learned from this is to learn to save better, protect our workers and move as not just the family, but as a team, you know, coordinate and make sure that we are all safe and protected for anything in the future, be a pandemic, be any wars or ETC. Are we at a point in the hospitality sector in Uganda where we can boost of being close to the internationally set standards? Well, I think over the years, our tourism sector has grown immensely. Standards, well, we still have a lot of work ahead of us, but the fact that we have what they want is a, I think it's a, it's a game on its own. Like we can only get better to improve. End of the day is if we have the, the gorillas that can only be seen in two countries in the whole wide world, if we have this amazing, you know, we have Queen Elizabeth, we have the chimps in Chivale, we have Kidepo with the wildlife end of the day is it's up to us to make it be whatever standard we want we have to set standards for people to be able to come and experience what we have to offer we have to do better marketing we have to grow we have to improve our roads we have to just better what betters us to get more clientele end of the day it's all about how much work we put in but i'm starting to feel and see that that's where we're heading and i think with time that will be that will be the reality but end of the day i think it takes a lot of work it takes just us to be able to work as a community as a government not just one entity and make sure that we achieve this because uganda is extremely beautiful uganda has so much to offer but end of the day it's about how we show it to the world and how we get people to come and see us and visit us and experience what we have to offer end of the day it's about us as a team and how we work together. International bodies have warned of a possible recession this year. How do you ensure profitability in the face of declining disposable incomes? The recession has been a bit tough, especially with the war in Ukraine, the rise in fuel prices. And yeah, it's affected all industries. But looking at us at Mucha, I feel, well, as an industry, a tourism industry, we need to market more um, market more and expose ourselves so people know more about what we have to offer. The Pearl of Africa is amazing. We have tons to offer from Matchesons, Kidepo, you know, Queen Elizabeth. It's not just a one-stop, you can come and see one thing, you can see so many things. So end of the day, we need to do better with our marketing. Um, look at also doing like, you know, options like uh, promotions, you know, discounts on trips. I know our um, the airlines 
ETC prices can be very high. So we can look at the packages that we could do as a tourism community to try and draw people in. End of the day, the recession is everywhere. So everyone is affected. It's about how we utilize what we have to make it better for you know, people to come in and just check us out and see what we have to offer. It's not just a you problem, it's a we problem. So I think together with Uganda Wildlife Authority, Uganda Tourism Board, and all the other lodges, we see how we can create packages that can allow foreigners and even Ugandans just to come and experience what Uganda has to offer. End of the day, it's upon us to showcase ourselves and make sure we deliver i guess what challenges have you encountered we've had a lot of challenges um over the couple of years covid kind of enhanced many of them but at least the three challenges i can share today with you i would have to say roads number one roads if we can get good roads at least to the trekking points to the tourist points i feel that will make life a lot easier because I can give you an example of, say, trekking in, tracking the gorillas in, in Koringo or Rushaga in Bwindi. The roads are quite uncomfortable and many of them unbearable and impassable. Many lodges can't even access, or you can't even access many of the lodges. So if we can do better roads, but I do know this is a plan that UNRWA has. So we, are patiently waiting. So at least we're making progress in that sector. But yes, roads would be the most, one of the most amazing things that could happen. Another thing I have to say, air travel as well. Um, air tickets right now are still a little too expensive for the locals, for tourism, for people to just be flying in to come because we have a beautiful, well-located um, airport or airstrip in Kisoro. And it's a point where you land and then you have your transportation to take you wherever you're going. So the two kind of work, you know, the the air, the road, they coordinate. And yeah, so I think if we could do better in those aspects, it'd make the experience a lot better for our guests and clients. Yeah, and most and last and most importantly, I would have to say marketing. You should see how all the countries around us market aggressively. I think we need to put in more effort into our marketing, pull up our socks and see how we can push and try and get a lot of foreigners and people to experience the beautiful Uganda. Uganda is one of the most beautiful countries in Africa, in the world, and people need to see it. But it's up to us to see how we can push and expose ourselves so they do see us. But yeah, Top of my head, those are the first three I could think of. Um, but yes, this would be at least a push ahead to join all the vast <laughs> growing tourism economies. Any changes you would like to see in your industry? Well, I'd like to see a lot of, well, at least better marketing for our industry. People to get to know about what Uganda has to offer because Uganda is so beautiful. From the mountain gorillas to the tree climbing lions, we would like to see people come in and just experience what we love about Uganda. I'd like to see our road infrastructure grow and be better. But most importantly, 
I'd have to say, is just the general tourism of the locals. Locals get to come and see what their own country is offering and see what everyone who's flocking in coming from all over the world is coming to see about their country and just be a part of it and let's grow together and let's just boost Uganda as the tourism hub that it is. Is there a growth expansion plan in Africa? I see Mucha Lodges within the next few years, even months, to be honest, depending on how fast we can market it and market Uganda. I see Mucha Lodges all over East Africa. I see Mucha Lodges and what we have to offer in Kenya. I see what we have to offer in Tanzania. And end of the day, these are one of the biggest tourism hubs in Africa. So if we can combine the Mara, the Serengeti, why can we not combine Bwindi and people come and experience what we have to offer? End of the day, we're all part of East Africa and we are family and it all depends on how hard we work at it. Where do you see Chomba in the next five years? Chumba in five years, God willing, a bigger mucha, an expanded mucha, east, west, everywhere mucha. But yes, I see us expanding and sharing our experiences and our work ethic, to be honest. Small budget, but amazing service, good food, good hospitality all over East Africa. That's where I see myself. I see myself working with Kenya. I see myself working with Rwanda. I see myself working with Tanzania. And end of the day, it doesn't matter where I am as long as it's mucha and we're shining and we're growing. That's the best bit about it. Love what you do, do what you love. And a quick look at the market. The market segment is powered by the Development Bank of Rwanda. We empower you. The World Bank has projected that commodity prices will decline at the fastest clip this year since the onset of the COVID since the onset of COVID-19 in 2020. In its latest quarterly commodity markets outlook report for the first three months to March this year, the global lender notes commodity prices fell by 14%. The lender, however, notes that food prices will still remain near record highs, compounding food insecurity. It attributes the unwinding of prices to the combination of slowing economic activity, favorable weather, and a global reallocation of commodity trade flows. And a quick trip around Africa, the Stanbic Bank Uganda PMI increased to 55.4 in April 2023 from 53.2 in the previous month, pointing to the highest growth in private sector activity in 14 months amid improving demand conditions. Business activity expanded for the ninth month running in response to higher new orders. Also, output growth was observed in agriculture, construction, industry, services and wholesale and retail categories. Employment rose in April, ending a two-consecutive month of decline. Furthermore, buying activity was up for the sixth month in a row, while inventories continued to accumulate. On prices, input costs advanced further, attributed to the rising prices of fuel and utilities, as well as sustained purchase outlook over the next 12 months on hopes of continued growth. Thank you for always waking up with us. Good Morning Africa is a product of the K-Financial if you have any suggestions or just want to check out more stories, visit the website, that is thekfinancial.com. And don't forget to subscribe. Also find us on all social media platforms at The K Financial. And you can find me at Rithodong. Hold up. 